I'm Jim Corral, director of Fab Lab ICC on the campus of Independence Community College in Independence, Kansas, and this is today's Entrepreneurial Minute. What if we had to study sports for 12 years before we could actually play? Would people even study a sport for one year before actually playing? Of course not. I've never even heard of anyone who read a book about golf, let alone studied the game before attempting to play. Nothing would collapse the American institution of sports like a requirement that potential players spend time studying the game before playing. Although the sports analogy sounds ridiculous, we expect our young people, for the most part, to study math and science for several years before they actually make any use of the knowledge in making real-world solutions such as projects. When I come back, we'll take a look at what really gets our youth interested in math, engineering, and science. This is Jim Corral, and one of the best ways to grow your business is to make your products and services so exceptional that customers will go out of their way to buy from you. That's becoming a destination, and while it's not easy, it can be done, and we can help you make that happen. Destination Boot Camp is a two-and-a-half-day experience where business owners and downtown leaders learn how to make their businesses and communities grow into destinations. The camps are hosted by internationally recognized business consultant John Schallert in Longmont, Colorado. Fab Lab ICC has partnered with Northern Montgomery County eCommunity and Network Kansas to provide financial assistance so businesses and community leaders can attend. Businesses and communities becoming destinations is one of the best ways to help the economic prosperity of our region. Call me, Jim Corral, at 620-252-5349 to learn more. In today's world, we hear a lot about STEM, that science, technology, engineering, math, and finding ways to get young people interested in STEM, especially young girls. The answer is simple. If you want to get a young girl interested in STEM, help her start making things of her own design in solution of her own or other people's problems. The answer is the same for young boys. Making things provides the answer to making youth interested in STEM. Making is an equal opportunity concept. Making does not discriminate based on gender, age, social status, or any of the other protected classes. Making something that is a personal solution to a real problem is a more valuable learning tool than just following an exercise in a book or downloading some three-dimensional drawing from the internet to do a 3D print. Designing and prototyping a dog umbrella or retrofitting an electric drill with a crank so that it can be used to charge a cell phone are examples of making something to solve problems. When people make something to solve a problem, they are willing to learn whatever they need to learn from any of the STEM disciplines in order to make the solution work. This includes increased knowledge and reading skills so that they can better understand the written information available to help with the project. Students improve their writing and communication skills as they seek to share information about their projects with others. The lessons learned from each project build an ever-increasing personal knowledge base available for solving more problems with increasingly complex solutions. The concept of making as a learning tool has been around for a long time, but very, very slow to catch on. On August 25th of 1912, a minister named Frank Gonzalez preached a sermon in South Chicago about what he'd do with a million dollars. And that was a lot of money back then. He thought education should be more experiential where students would learn by doing instead of just reading information from a book or listening to a professor's lecture. 
he said in the sermon that if he had a million dollars, he'd build such a school. The American meatpacker industrialist, Philip Armour, was in the congregation. After the service, he asked Gonzalez if he really believed what he had just preached. After that, Armour gave him the million dollars for the creation and enhancement of the Armour Technology Institute. Way back in the 1960s, 70s, and 80s, there were people working at Stanford and MIT who recognized the value of the personal computer as a learning tool, not as a way to merely digitize the boring content of textbooks, but as a tool to spur making. One of the early pioneers in the maker movement, Seymour Papert, envisioned personal computers with many input and output ports so that children could connect all kinds of sensors for inputs and all kinds of relays and motors as outputs so these young people could build all kinds of machines. Today we have a microcomputer called Arduino that only costs about $10 and it does just what he had envisioned with the expensive personal computers of the 1970s and 80s. Making should be part of all education, starting in kindergarten and remaining through college. Once we get young people to a basic level of reading, writing, and math, we should throw out the standardized testing and our obsession with outcomes assessment and make problem and project-based learning a substantial part of everyone's education. Combine all of that with an entrepreneurial mindset and we'll start cranking out graduates that can change the world and we won't be sitting around talking about how to interest young people in STEM. I'm Jim Carell. Join us next time for the Entrepreneurial Minute.